The PRIME Act has once again made its way into Congress. Current law exempts custom slaughter of animals from federal inspection regulations, but only if the meat is for personal, household, guest, and employee use. So to sell individual cuts of locally raised meats to consumers, farmers and ranchers must send their animals to a USDA-inspected slaughterhouse. Now, proponents of the bill, like Representative Thomas Massey of Kentucky, say this will make it easier for small farms and ranches to serve consumers. However, opponents, like the NCBA, say those USDA inspections are important for food safety and consumer trust. I'm Sabrina Halverson, and in this Agnet Weekly, I'm talking with Todd Wilkinson, a cattle rancher from South Dakota and president of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. So I wanted to talk today about the Prime Act. Uh, a news release just came out from NCBA that NCBA is opposing the Prime Act once again. If we could start out, tell me what the Prime Act is, and then um, let's go into why NCBA is opposing it. Well, the, the biggest uh, thing that the Prime Act uh, does is it would uh, bypass the uh, health and, and food safety measures that are in place for um, facilities that are federally and state inspected. So I, I want to be clear, it does not, it does not uh, deal with uh, the local butcher shop and me being able to go in and take some of my animals in and have those processed and, and come back to me. We're not opposing uh, what has been the norm for many years. What the Prime Act would do is take away uh, state and or federal inspection on a custom kill and then allow that that uninspected meat to get into the the retail food uh, stream and we we think that um, you know the public has come to expect that the beef that's for sale in the United States is is subject to certain safety um, and inspection requirements. And, and again, those can be either a state inspection or a, a federal inspection. But I think while the intent was maybe good with, with the Prime Act, um, I, I think the end result is, is more than what, what we can ask for and it exposes us to, uh, you know, risk that the food safety standards are, are simply uh, going to be bypassed. So I wanted to ask about something you mentioned specifically. You know, hunters and people who are raising their own beef for their families and things, they go to these local shops and have their meat butchered. And as you said, there's no opposition from NCBA for that. Is the difference that we're talking about retail meat that will be sold to customers rather than just used in the family? You got it. You got it. That is that is the... the uh, the case, you know. So, if when I take my beef um, uh, that that we have butchered at uh, various butchers and shops in the area, uh, I know the quality of my animal when I take it in. I know that that animal is is uh, not susceptible to any disease, uh, and and that's the assurance when you have a state and or federally inspected. Uh, facility, they're going to, it's not just the processing, it's the animal itself is subject to uh, that inspection. And when it's, when it's a local individual taking their own animal uh, in for their consumption, they know, they know what the quality of their animal is. And that hunter certainly knows um, 
that this is an animal that that he harvested. Um, so there's a level of of self assurance and protection there. It's when we open that unex, uh, uninspected uh, facility up to uh, retail uh, sales that that we get concerned about the food um, inspection requirements. You know, there's a there's another act. You know, all these acts uh, or these bills out in Washington D.C. have different names, but there's another one called the Direct Act, which is a much safer attempt at addressing beef sales by small producers. Uh, it requires interstate sales of state-inspected uh, beef to be limited to uh, a quantity in a direct-to-consumer um, e-commerce type situation, and and there, there it limits that it uh, exposure and still has the state inspection. I think what the Prime Act again. I think the intentions were probably good, but I but I think the results could be could be difficult uh, for the beef industry if we ended up exposing the public to to something that uh, uh, wasn't properly inspected. I have two questions that come to mind from that. Uh, the first question is. These, these local butcher shops are, and small processors, do they go through any kind of inspection at all? It seems like they should have some type of inspection. Yeah, so that's all, that's all based upon um, state and or federal. Some, um, a lot of the butcher shops around me, the little ones, are not federally inspected. Um, they certainly can be state inspected. Um, but then there's a, at least in my state, there's a thing called a custom kill, and that's where I would take my animals into my local butcher shop and say, process these on a custom basis back to me. And in that situation, they don't have, they don't have the same um, state and or federal inspection requirements. And then I wanted to ask you about the DIRECT Act um, as well. Um, and both of these acts have been around for a couple of years and haven't made it through yet. Um, I, I say a couple. I think the Prime Act has been introduced since 2015, which would make it, what, eight, eight years? Yep. But I wanted to, what are, the, what are the differences? You went into it a little bit, but what's the difference between the Prime Act and the Direct Act? Is it the limiting the quantities that would make the Direct Act safer for consumers? Or what's the difference? Well, I think the biggest difference between the two is uh, that the direct act is still going to require state inspected beef. So it's not going to require federally inspected, uh, but it's going to require state inspected beef. Um, and then it's done in a, a direct e-commerce uh, basis. So it's not, it's not the intended target. Isn't, um, isn't the local um, grocery store food shelves. It's, uh, an individual that is uh, purchasing that direct. So the, the, I think the primary distinction between the two is one is allowing custom kill operations while a direct act is, a, is allowing uh, state inspected uh, meat and has still um, got the level of inspection that we need to assure the public that, that our food is, the, the product that we're putting out there is a quality product, and, and they can rely upon uh, 
know, the assurance that somebody has looked at uh, that animal and has looked at at the processing process to make sure that it's all being handled correctly. And if the Prime Act were to pass and the meat um, was able to be processed without the inspections, where would where could that meat end up being sold at? Well, right right now, the way I understand the Prime Act is if it if it uh, is a custom kill, the, the custom kill could then be sold to the general public. And so there there wouldn't be an inspection process. So then the, the you know, the cattle producer could just go in and have the cattle processed and then take it back to the farm and sell it straight from their farm? Well, the, the, the farmer can can do some of that already. It's It's whether or not the the custom shop, the, the, the processing facility could then uh, market directly to uh, the general public. Okay, I understand. Is the, uh, is the Direct Act currently going through Congress? Because I, I uh, you know, I looked and I haven't seen it, the Direct Act in the current Congress. Well, you know, that's a good question. I, I don't know if, um, if it's been reintroduced yet. Um, uh, my expectation is that it would be reintroduced. You know, I think some of this is was more heightened by by the fact that when we got into COVID, we had major uh, delays in getting meat processed and getting it out and available to the public. Um, and you know, the good thing that if there was any good thing that happened as as a result of this, we are getting more processing coming online all the time, and a lot of the money that went into uh, small processors allowed those small processors to uh, to meet uh, local demand, which is great. I mean, uh, the fact that I can go into a local processor and have it state inspected and then uh, sell that product out to the general public, um, frankly, I can I can do better as a um, a finisher in in that that regard than I can by selling to a, a, a major packer. And I think that that's and, and you mentioned already also that you you think that this that the Prime Act has good intentions, but maybe is not being carried out the way that it should be. Is was your um, thoughts on that? And I think yeah, I don't, I don't right. I don't think anybody ever intends any any act that would expose the public to unintended consequences, but I. I think without uh, the level of inspection, the risk is simply too great. The last thing we want a consumer ever doing uh, to the U.S. beef supply is questioning whether or not it's safe. And right now we've got a sterling reputation, and we need to maintain that reputation. Those were all of the questions that I had, really, but is there anything else that you would like for our listeners to know about this? No, it's, it's good to... Good to be in a beef industry where we've got some money coming back finally to the cow-calf guys and, and, the, and the producers. So um, it, it's been a rough road for a lot of, lot of operators, but it looks uh, like we're going to have some, some better sailing here for the next three, four years. And that is welcomed, isn't it? It certainly is. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Yep, no problem. Thank you. Thank you once again to Todd Wilkinson. 
cattle rancher from South Dakota and president of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. That's this week's AgNet Weekly. I'm Sabrina Halverson. Thanks for tuning in.